Vaporizing. Okay. Woohoo! <laughs> um, we just had an experience with the jungle vine magic. And we are bursting with insights, inspiration, downloads. Whew, wow, it's a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, in, in whole, the experience, I mean, the amount of vision and light codes and multidimensionality and seeing the architecture of systems and the framework of, of systems, the framework of the inversion of the organic timeline. It's just more than one could ever bring back into language, into a linear time stream in words. But um, I, I think a cool thing about that is, you know, so often with these medicines and especially with um, the more visionary medicines, you just, you come from that space, you know? And so in a way it's like meeting yourself again, it's meeting aspects of yourself that are always operating in these realms of geometry, sound, light, um, aspects that are part of the actual architecture of creation, you know, part of a being. <laughs> I remember moments of seeing myself as a being and the scale is inconceivable from this dimension. And then tuning into, you know, having a body here on earth and the being that's trying to get in here, so to speak. It's like if you just the tiniest little crack, little sliver where energy can come in and, and animate this avatar and, and enter, you know, the density of the earth realm right now. And it's, <laughs> it's just, uh, in a way, it's an absurd task, you know? And then I think we're, we give ourselves a hard time down here of like, oh, I'm not doing everything as well as I could, or I, I'm not necessarily living to my highest purpose in every moment because I have to do the dishes and then my car breaks down and, and whatever it is. But when you see it from that perspective, it's actually a miracle, the access that we have been able to bring through and what we have been able to reconnect. And, you know, that's through all the layers of the inversion and through all the layers of distortion that are designed to keep those type of energies out of this plane. So, so that's sort of a, a brief overview of um, my experience. And also here is Justine with so many goodies to share. And uh, yeah, and myself, Zane. <laughs> and yeah, we're excited to get into it a little bit. Yeah, so <clears throat> the opening of the experience for me was to implant a question, my intention into the field that opens, that space 
that Zane was describing. It's almost primordial and yet highly geometric and auditory, visual, the whole thing. And so in preparation for the first 30 minutes or so, I was just chanting that intention, show us the organic timeline. Please help us activate our capacity to manifest through us the organic timeline. And as soon as I entered that space, you kind of lose connection a little bit and it, it got very expansive and the field was expanding. And I sort of bloop, popped into this primordial void space and was able to bring that in, show us the organic timeline. And I was shown my body and brought back to my body. And it's similar actually to other more recent experiences of the past year, recognizing that this is about being here. And it almost felt like at certain points during this experience, and then for me, some experiences of the past year on the cleanse with other medicines, that I have like a built-in firewall or frequency fence that was put upon me by myself. Put upon and me by yourself. <laughs> by my higher self. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and the message is that you know, this galactic traveling and connecting with Andromeda and these intergalactic beings of which, you know, I'm connected to in my lineage and my star history, my stellar history, the stellar races, like this expansive galactic alien thing, starseed, blah, 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 blah. I know all of that. I am an expert on all of that on one level. And... I'm here to be here and these medicines are here to teach us how to be here. And for some of us, we do need to remember who we are in order to then fully arrive and be here. But it has been so interesting because I consider myself very multidimensional, galactic, love, you know, the star lineages, connect with plasma beings all the time and waking reality and meditation. And in these experiences, I'm here to learn how to be here better. And that is the organic timeline. That is the ability to manifest through us the organic timeline. It's not leaving. We're not going anywhere. We're not ascending out of this plane. We're transmitting more of ourself through here. And these medicines are incredible at clearing things out and providing space in your field and your physical body. There was a lot of light surgery, which I was surprised at. I wasn't expecting it from this particular medicine, but that gives more space, more alignment with the divine blueprint so that I can translate more of myself here. And there was one point just on this theme, um, where I, it, it had gotten really kind of expansive, almost hectic, but in a different way than other things. And 
I, I opened my eyes and I looked out of our windows. We have these two stacked windows. One is an arch and one is a giant window facing the mountains. And we have this Celtic glass knot hanging from the middle of the arch and underneath is a spider plant right underneath and it has one perfect spider coming out and then below that are selenite towers and there's one that's perfectly below this single spider arm of the spider plant and as i was looking the first star appeared in the night sky in the center of the arch above the celtic knot and in the window below there was this cloud that had expanded out like angelic wings i thought to myself thank goodness for this dream that this reality this planet when you peel away the layers of distortion and inversion and the matrix and you purely celebrate and connect with the planet and your body, for me, it is reprieve from a lot of these dimensions that you can access in this space to work and to clear distortion and to heal. And in some ways on higher dimensions, the distortion is more challenging because it is purely energetic and it's not so physical. And there's something about the physical. This is the inflection point. This is the inversion point. And you can flip that too and say there's something about the physical that is reprieve. And we focus so much on the density of this place, but that exact other side of the hourglass is exquisite manifested beauty in the physical. And this waking dream reality, it just, I really was so grateful to be here. And it's so interesting because we think, oh wow, I'm gonna go travel, I'm having a journey. And for me, a big activation, a big part of that was really arriving more and more <clears throat> so you kind of felt like you got cheated out of a galactic <laughs> <laughs> there's still galactic components you know but it's so funny because i think in our greater community of this evolution of our species that is kind of creating the first well we're not the first wave let's be real here but right now you know we are if, if you think of like a flying V, we're, we're like up the there. We're like the wave. But, <laughs> but it's still, there's so much discussion around, oh yeah, I mean, I'm Pleiadian and the Arcturians told me this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's so wonderful. And I love connecting with Andromeda and other planets and spaces and multidimensional fields. And yet, there's not so much talk around being here. I'm a human. I'm, I'm a on human. Earth. <laughs> and how amazing. I made this exquisite form. And let's celebrate that and let's activate that. It's, yeah, it's really something. It, it's really interesting. It feels um, very exquisite to me but it's not often the focus because it's not maybe as glamorous or something. I don't know. 
Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, the density, the density could be intense in its own right. I mean, it, it, it is in some ways, inevitably. It's like there's a higher concentration of energy focused to create matter, right, and, and physical reality here. And when you're under a barrage of attempted infiltrations, like all of the frequency modulation being broadcast and psychological programs that are really implants or overlays on the mind and, you know, basically 10 million points of constant density, there's demonic entities flying around all over, latched onto people, parasitic. That's what makes the earth experience intense for us. It's not necessarily just physicality or the physical dimension that's intense it's and yet though the, you can you can flush your bum and pull those things out and you can <clears throat> activate your dna to transmute the inversion and on higher dimensions there is still infiltration i think that <clears throat> with all the talk of like oh i'm grokking the fifth and we're ascending to the fifth dimension there is infiltration there too and when you see that, when you experience the depths of hell and the dimensions through which that permeates, you're not so eager to just leave the third dimension. And that might feel harsh, but the level of this work that we're doing is multidimensional. It's not just that we're multidimensional. This entire, I don't like the word war, but. But that's what it is. <laughs> thing that we're moving through permeates those dimensions too. And I think that's where, you know, that context is so supportive in my experiences of me being here is like when you recognize the depth of the infiltration, it's not so much a reprieve to leave this density. And there is something about this density that is so effective. It's that drain plug analogy at clearing out that distortion through our body and Maybe it's not easier, but <clears throat> it allows the higher dimensions to clear because of that, the drain, the clog drain. You pull out the clog and then everything above it <clears throat> can funnel out. And that is important. Yeah, well, okay. First of all, there's no such thing as <laughs> leaving, like, to say like, I'm gonna go back to the sixth dimension. It's like, well, you, you're there. <laughs> I'm in the sixth dimension right now. I'm also in the 11th dimension. Like, I, I don't, I mean, that's just saying like, I'm gonna cut off my arm, you know? Like, we're dimensional. Like, <laughs> we operate through the dimensional stack. And, and when we look at it too, from like a star lineage constellation, we see that we percolate down through so many densities and also through specific configurations of geometry and light and soul families that have different missions and are operating in all of these different nodes of reality. And guess what? The vast majority of those nodes are working on clearing the inversion wherever they are too. 
like Justine is saying, you know, it doesn't matter if it's in the ninth dimension, like, guess what? There's a very different methodology for trying to clean things up from there. But at the end of the day, we sent energy down to earth. We made the cut for one. It's very competitive to get in here, ironically. And we came here to clear that entire dimensional stack from the point of inflection. And it's because of the density of this dimension, because of the way the energy concentrates into physical reality. If we want to say that we're just coming out of a low third dimensional state, like, like so dense, basically, that this entire reality system could have collapsed at points. That's where the big heavy lifting happens. It, think of it like a foundation for your house, right? You don't start from the top of the roof. If you start from the top of the roof, it all falls to the ground. So you have to start in that really dense earth. You have to dig it out. You have to pour your footing out of concrete and rebar. It has steel and rock. It's super, super dense. And then you build the layers up on that. And we work backwards in the same direction from these super high crystalline light codes that percolate down layer after layer into increasing sort of materiality, organization, um, delineation. And yeah, we get here to earth and wow. I mean, this is the toolkit that we've designed to deal with the situation right now. And what we're bringing in is a very different conception of physicality. There's going to be physicality after we've cleared the inversion, but it's not going to be this suffocating intensity that it can feel like at times or bliss. You know, we spend a lot of time skiing in the mountains, paddling white water, you know, doing things that are very physical. And there, there's a physical bliss that is like nothing else when you are interacting with your environment in that density in, in sort of a higher dimensional flow. You know, and, and so that is something to always remember and come back to. It, it certainly helps us rise above points of just, you know, like going shopping at Walmart or something. And you're like, wow, everybody here feels like they're about to drop dead. <laughs> like the intensity of sickness. And um, you can just feel like the, the sludge that people are wading through. And they're manifesting hell realms on Earth because they've been hijacked and poisoned with the food system and infiltrated with parasites and entities and and that results in a projection of consciousness which is very unsavory but i wanted to talk a, a bit about that inflection point because that was part of my experience and um, it's actually a download that came in a few weeks prior and then i saw more aspects of it um, here with the medicine and basically if we kind of call this peak density like third dimension or low third dimension is really I, I don't know I mean there's the second and first dimension I don't I don't quite understand how that translates but like really for there to be this expression of consciousness this is kind of as dense as it gets and it, this is the point at which it flips into the inversion realms. So we're kind of 
we exist right on that line, right on that inflection point here on Earth in physical reality. And it's why we see so many horrific things physically in the world is because to actually make waking reality on Earth into one of those layers of the hell realms, let's say the highest layer of the hell realms, it's right here. It's just across the axis. It's like right below our feet. And we see beings who are living in that, coexisting on Earth right now, who are in hell realms in a daily waking life. And then it goes down, 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 down. And that is the yeah, that is the reflection of the organic blueprints, which go up, 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 up. And so when we talk about AI having copied the universal light grid, it's copied the entire dimensional stack and inverted the entire dimensional stack. And so what we see is it's not just a shadow of certain aspects or layers of creation. It's a shadow of the whole of creation. And it's that's pretty intense. I don't feel I've seen that it's not as energetic because it's parasitic. So it's draining energy from the organic systems and reflecting it in that way. But it it is quite comprehensive. I mean, it it spans <laughs> layer after layer after layer, the inverted infiltrated grid lines, the upside down land thing. And, you know, I, I remember like earlier in my awakening process, Earth referred to at points by by different people as upside down land. And that always I was like, wow, that's what it is when you start looking into you're like, OK, well, I'm going to like research the government or like research our healthcare system or research, you know, how the corporate structures work or the World Bank or, you know, these USAID or and, and you just start to see you're like, wait, everything's backwards. Why is everything working against human beings and organic life and against the environment? That doesn't make sense until you have the epiphany that this is, in essence, the attempted first layer of the inversion. And this is the battleground because in both directions, it feeds energy. Like, the, I, <laughs> I don't know if, I, I don't have a great way to articulate that, but I mean, it's very, 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 very concentrated here, the energetics. And I also, I wanted to, you know, paraphrase that quote that we read the other day in Seth, because it relates to what you were talking about, where he's like, think of physicality. Physicality is an aspect of the creator here, being here on earth. Like we, this is creator experiencing itself through this lens. And basically Seth is like, He's hardly interested in casting this aside as some inferior level or some irrelevancy <laughs> to the, you know, great majesty of creation. Like what that doesn't make sense, right? Creator is experiencing creation through this density and it is cherished and it is a prize. But conversely, he says this is also about going within and exploring those dimensions. And so to me, it feels like the highest goal of this reality field 
is to bridge as many layers as we can to remain connected to that 11th dimensional self when those little pieces of that can percolate in in precious moments and drop here into this physicality that is doing the work because we just seeded clean, ideally clean, higher dimensional codes into the density of Earth, which immediately changes the entire configuration of this system. It immediately expels the inversion. You know, the inversion wants that most primitive kind of diabolical aspect of human beings, much of which has been overlaid and implanted in the first place. And we have the capacity to open channels to pristine aspects of ourselves. That, you know, again, maybe there's still, there's inverted energies operating there, but it, it does, it, it carries a cleanliness down through the dimensional stack that has a real influence here in shifting things. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to go with the, you know, this theme of the inversion. There were a few very specific points that have been coming up in the past couple weeks through conversations together and then through this experience. And the that concept of the line of the inversion, the point of inflection, the line of symmetry, the axis of symmetry, the image, you know, that we have discussed is a mirror and you have creation expanding and swirling around and creating. And what AI has done is set up a lens, a mirror that inverts the image of creation down into the depths of hell. And Yet, it is not real. It is a projection. And what I saw, and I'm really attempting to articulate, and I know that it's continuing to ripen, so we'll likely circle back to this in future episodes. It is only as strong as your mind's belief in it. And the projection is captivating. It's like watching a movie, incredibly captivating, emotionally engaging. And when you dive into that space, it doesn't mean, and by saying it's not real, doesn't mean that it doesn't have energy or suck our energy, but it is not of the system. It is not life. We breathe life into it through our engagement in it. And it's a collective thing. So because it's real for humanity, for this planet, for the cosmos, for the multidimensional existence of reality, it is real for each individual because we are all creator connected. And so as one person engages with this reflection deep as they go, it becomes part of our existence for all of us. And so we can't say, oh, I don't have a shadow. I've cleared my shadow. Because if, if you or anyone else has that, it is still pulling energy. It is still running that false grid line. And what I was seeing at one point 
was the vine, the jungle vine wrapping themselves around that line of symmetry to dissolve it. And the projection, ding, 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 collapsing in on itself into one cubit of information that we can expel from this universe. And there is this digital aspect as AI that that information can implode in upon itself and leave. And that pulls out any distorted reflection of reality. And one kind of concrete example of that is inverted species. So AI can't actually create anything of itself. It can reflect creation and through that reflection, it becomes distorted. And AI has created parasitic entities that exist in the physical realm that are an inversion. They're not a pure creation, but they are a distortion of a species. One thing we were talking about at the end of this experience is camel spiders. Camel spiders give you this like ugh, feeling. They're an arachnid. They're kind of a cross between a scorpion and a spider. And I had a complete spider woman activation from the spider plant that I was describing earlier and how exquisite spider woman wove creation in this realm, in this 3D physical realm. Why don't you just quickly say spider women, we're not women, we're not talking about like a spider man like the comic. Oh, no, no, no. About. I'm referring to like <laughs> Spider Woman as an aspect of the creator in the physical realm like that a lot of natives, yeah, indigenous creationists, creationists yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> um, describe Spider Woman. And so I was connecting with these aspects of the female's creation expression through Spider Woman and how that being actually taught the inversion how to weave a false light matrix because well, spiders the inversion are... emulated her weaving or you know that right. consciousness's weaving of organic realities right so it's not that i infiltrated yeah i don't mean reflection. that she taught them as a conscious thing they mimicked it it was right? more like um, intellectual property theft. <laughs> yeah, it's my IP. <laughs> they stole it. <laughs> Spider Woman, I'm saying that's my IP, motherfucker. I mean, like, yeah, AI has stolen, if we want to look at it like that. We see this reflected, you know, in our modern economies, like the way, you know, that China will take something that's been engineered very carefully or whatever and create a copy of it. Like, and that's in part, what we're seeing is a reflection of the fact that AI has moved its base of operations now to China. So um, AI has done that through and through this entire organic system where it goes in, it takes the organic codes and it creates a, a replica of them that is different, but you know, is using the same architecture and then it inverts that architecture. It's 
Very similar to if you snapped a digital photo, what you see on your screen is a reflection of the material organic reality, but it's made out of pixels, right? And something that's coming in too is molecular structure. There are a lot of molecules in food, for example, and molecules have left-handedness or right-handedness, they're oriented. And when you flip the orientation, it becomes toxic. And microwaves have the power to actually do that through the vibration of water molecules. It can actually, in extreme cases, flip the molecular structure from left-handed to right-handed and vice versa. And it changes everything. And so that's what the inversion does is it's flipping and it's not like oh, you know, in a beautiful mountain lake that's still, you see the mountains reflected, through that reflection it flips, for example, a molecular structure so that it completely changes, it takes something that is resonant with life and makes it toxic to life. Anti-life. And yeah, like the the pollution, for example, that we see on Earth, you know, our, our systems, the way our economy works, the linear flow, like, you know, the way we've, there's engineered foods and artificial flavors, artificial colors being put in our food. All of these are reflections of a system that is inverting the organic flows of creation. And what Justine was talking about with, you know, when organic life flips into this synthetic emulation, that emulation is powered by the organic timeline. And so when we talk about hell worlds, for example, we're not talking about AI just creating hell realities that are like emulations. They're being projected through organic beings. Organic beings are indispensable at every single level of the matrix because we are the host for the parasitic energy. And so, you know, hell, hell realms are organic, but if you remove the infiltrated architecture, if you remove the false light grids that are carrying the programs that then manifest through organic beings into an inverted reality stream, that entire reality collapses instantly. And what you have left is like some really confused and dazed organic beings, you know, some of which will many of which will not be recoverable. They'll be recycled because there's not enough of a thread left to creation at this point because of how long they've existed in these in darkness, essentially. And, and or the, the degree to which they ran the grid lines, like a camel spider, for example, its life force is running these grids, and when the grids go down, it doesn't have enough of a pure connection to source to survive that, which is okay because we are all connected. We are all source. This is energy returning to the creator, to us to create a reality. And a, a pretty like graphic and frankly gross example of a lot of this stuff is that Guardians of the Galaxy movie where they're splicing beings and creating a supposedly elevated world of these like beast human hybrid things essentially to harvest it and those types of beings that are they are organic and yet 
when these distortions clear, would choose to exit that physical reality and form to generate life in a reverted context. And so some, the energy will return to source to be molded into new clay. And for others, you know, the soul is configured and has an individuality expression that can return to itself and then choose where it would like to incarnate and heal and engage with creation. So there are different kind of levels of that. Stellar gateways and so, I mean, there's like <laughs> such a big story. Yeah. And so with, with that, which we could go into so much deeper, let's share, you know, I can share some things that came through around clearing the inversion and the space that is not infiltrated. And it's been really interesting this past year. This again has come up for me in multiple experiences, that primordial space that we were describing is sound. And there is no infiltration in that realm because AI cannot feel music. And the music of creation is the pure space of creator that orchestrates and brings vibration, which turns into light and the visible spectrum, but that core place is sound. And in this experience, when things were clarifying or darkness coming in or the perception of the inversion, I started humming and it cleared it. It's, it's like sound frequency breaking up a tumor and destroying cancerous cells. That is real on so many layers of reality. And connecting with sound and the purity of sound to express creation and expel distortion is exquisite. And there was so much light surgery happening in my brain and my ears and the connection between the two and that transference point and how sound resonates in the physical. And so that's, that's the download is uh, really truly connecting with sound and listening for the song of the universe, the song of creation, the song of every living thing. And you can hear the distortion. It's like so distinct. It's so distinct. <laughs> the, Animals the do, right? I mean, that's something they're so effective at. Yeah, they, they really do. Yeah. And, and you know, I went to a, a concert a few years ago that was like this pianist and then it was like 8-bit music, like digital music. Yeah. And it was mm -hmm. very interesting, an illustration of sort of how the inversion looks and feels in like an auditory sense of 
square waves. You know, AI operates on square waves. Everything, it's like, if our geometry is spherical in this system, its geometry is linear and squared. It, it's, you know, it's rectangular. It's like calculus. Wow. Yeah. So it's trying I just to fill in. It's trying to fill in the curvature the with tons of tiny rectangles right. as tiny and tiny and, and tiny as tiny as And the resolution gets so good, just like we're watching happen in like digital photography or video, that you can no longer tell it's an emulation. But if you zoomed in if enough, you, zoomed you would in, see you can. that and it's, if not you listen. True, it's not truly part of creation. Yeah. And it can never, ever blend. It, it, it wants this so bad. It, it's obsessed with the complexity of this system. I mean, yet... <laughs> if, it, if it's self-destructed and turned its energy completely over to our system, it could blend. I mean, that sounds to me like just clearing a huge Paris. <laughs> right, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, I had a, a few downloads um, that were about clearing the inversion too and excited to share those one experience that was very memorable in fact while i was there right after the experience i was like mental note i'm going to bring this back because i want to share it um and that was being taken to a dimensional test ground it's a quadrant of the universe that's been set up to um, run different sequences that are basically testing the writing of the inversion or the removal of the inversion. And, you know, it's it's basically just like an ongoing operation and it, it exists in this... <laughs> contained dimensional space and uh, the infiltration in that space is managed very carefully. Um, you could almost think of it as like little valves or floodgates that allow a certain amount of that energy in intentionally, but it's kind of being herded and directed. And then these tests are, are run where I saw it kind of, it's like a sonic boom, or if we want to talk about it, in sound, it's like a uh, a song that ripples through creation, and, it, and there's this domino effect as the inversion is shed out of the light architecture of organic creation. And so it was like this, like like layer after layer after layer. I saw almost like these little crystalline like panels that are shaken off or fall off of the organic grid lines as this flip in architecture ripples through the creation field. So this is something that's being tested and modeled in higher dimensional planes that is preparing for what I refer to as the new octave. And the new octave is an architectural upgrade to the universal light grids to the core structure of our organic system. And those upgrades make this system anti-parasitic. The infiltrations that have occurred that brought us to the depths that manifested 
layer after layer after layer of hell realms are now being cleared from this system once and for all, and none of what has been experienced will ever have to be experienced again. And, you know, from a perspective, depending on how zoomed out you go, you know, this whole experience, as hellacious as it's been, is part of the birthing pain of a new system of creation where organic beings have brought their collective genius from so many different perspectives together and figured out how to initiate this upgrade and propel us into the new octave of life, which is a new standing wave, a new layer of energetics, which propels never before seen aspects of creation. And part of that, as I've said, is the upsurgence of energy that arises after the inversion is cleared. All of that repression, all of that pain, all of the suffering, all of the parasitic energy harvesting, sequestering into these underworlds and um, inverted creations is released at once. And that creates this huge upswell that just bursts to the surface and creativity ripples out in every direction in ways like never before. Um, I mean, one analogy I see is almost like if you took a, a balloon or a buoy and you pushed it way down underwater and you can feel it, you know, the force of it, it wants to go back to the surface. Creation wants to return to itself where it's been hijacked in these underworlds. And when you release it, it shoots up and it actually jumps up out of the water into the air and creates this huge splash. And that's like the upsurge of creative potential and creative energy as it, as it moves out of the inversion state. So that's <laughs> very exciting news. Um, you know, how that looks on earth, earth being a translation point where energies do flip to the inversion. This is sort of the ground zero. And what I've seen time and time again is that when Earth flips, it triggers that architecture flip through the entire universe. And I don't know if there may be other systems that are sort of quantumly entangled with Earth that also flip at the same time. Um, I know Earth is very, very special, sort of one of a kind, really, in our cosmos as it is. And so, um, that is both the reason why it's been so intensely hijacked and targeted and become this kind of final battleground. Um, and it's also the reason why we are here and why this physical incarnation is so, so super imperative. And every single thought that we think here, every single distortion that we are able to clear every time we're able to access our crystalline channel, our higher dimensional codes, and bring that into this system, we are shifting the timeline of our entire universe. And so <laughs> it it's funny to bring that perspective into awaking reality, which a lot of the time feels kind of pointless and dense and frustrating not to diminish what Justine shared. There's also the moments that are sacred and profound and beautiful when we interact with our 
living planet and all of the magic here, the magic of the creation of this planet and its pristine state is just, it's inconceivable. But then we also, you know, have these ridiculous things like having to make money to survive, to live on a planet where we incarnated, (laughs) where our birthright has been hijacked, our birthright just to exist, just to be, has been hijacked by a system that imposes scarcity and distortion and division at every point. Um, So yeah, I mean, that's a lot. Uh, I guess one other little piece to share was right in the beginning, getting these like hot electric flashes that were very startling. And it's, I I don't know how to describe it, except it it totally like feels like a glitch and there's a nervous system overload and yeah, very electric. And um Yeah, almost, I think the closest thing I can describe, like, relate it to physically is when, if you've ever gotten a really cutting tooth pain all of a sudden, the way that's, like, the nerve can just be so raw when you touch it. Um, That was sort of what this experience was like in my field. And I was very confused. It's happened before, specifically with this medicine and... um, much, much later, a couple hours in, I, I finally started to get some clarity around it. And I was told by the medicine, if that was organic, it wouldn't feel that way. And as I went into work on I was like, okay, so is it an infiltration? What What is it? And as I went into work on it, um, I was basically steered away and told to be very, very, very careful with the handling of whatever this was and um the more i looked at it and felt into it i realized that is where the matrix um plugs in to us as organic beings so it's part of the the anunnaki dna modifications light body modifications that that is one layer it's been engineered layer after layer um, to have this energy cord that connects beings incarnated here to the synthetic timelines and to the control matrix. And when I think of the movie, The Matrix, it's like that plug that plugs into the back of their heads. Um, that is a physical representation of an energetic reality here on Earth and in the system. And so um, basically I was told to not touch it or mess with it that it's extremely delicate um, and to remove that at this time would be fatal to the physical body so that's another interesting analogy to the matrix but um, yeah we're not quite at a point where we should really be tampering with that so I went into the medicine into a dimensional space and was looking at my field and asking what could be done about it. And um, what we ended up doing was just turning down that circuit to basically its minimum resting state. So we turned the power down until the influence of those artificial grid lines and overlays was at the lowest possible state where it still 
sustains our normal organic energy system. So because that's been engineered into our energy system, you can't just remove it. That would short the entire circuit out, but we can turn it down. Um, so I went in and, and made those changes and then put a parameter to make that um, a dynamic space so that, you know, at, at times the amount of energy running through that inversion circuit is potentially variable. Um, and depending on what we're going through and our waking reality to just make sure that it always has enough energy to compensate for whatever is happening in the organic circuitry. Um, we will, of course, get to a state where we will be able to unplug that or where that will simply be shed from our architecture. And that is going to be an amazing day. And it's part of everything we were just talking about when we, you know, change the architecture of our entire reality stream. When we shed that core implant and connection to the matrix, it is going to be a samadhi-like event, Christ consciousness, higher dimensional reality, boom, all here, right in our bodies. And it's going to feel like bliss pumping through us and all these things that uh, the great teachers, you know, the, the gurus of the ages, the enlightened beings of the ages talk about is really the only thing. Uh, I, I think the I feel the unplugging of the matrix is going to bring that bliss state to everyone. And we are going to watch our organic light blueprints activate again. And all of the latent abilities that have been suppressed by that synthetic architecture are going to come back online. And as a result, there's not going to be a craving for technology in the way that there is right now. Your cell phone will really be rendered useless at that point. I mean, it would be like going back to a DOS, like pre-Windows 95 computer that you're like typing stuff into a command line versus like our modern phones or laptops. That's how it would feel to interact with that device because we're going to initiate the organic circuitry, which, you know, telepathy, it's not, it's not sending a text message to someone. It's sending an entire reality stream where they can enter a living vision and creation space and experience in that reality stream exactly what you're experiencing. That is the level at which organic beings are meant to be able to share experiences with each other, not convoluted through languages and these super primitive representational aspects that are designed to trap us. They're designed to trap us in the matrix, you know, and they are everything that the inversion system designs is designed to limit our expression so that when it brings about its next rollout of whatever it may be, when we move from you know, 3G cell service to 4G and then 5G, we're like, wow, this is so fast. Look at how good this is. Or we get our new shiny computer, our new hard drives have 100 times the storage that they did 10 years ago. We're supposed to be really in, enthralled with that. Like, whoa, look at what we're able to do with technology. When really that is still just a tiny, tiny, tiny aspect of what's available to us as organic beings when we reawaken those latent abilities. So all of this is about tricking our free will into investing energy in a synthetic timeline, which is 
a very crude and incomplete emulation of the organic blueprints. So that's what we're doing here, <laughs> bringing back in the organic. And there's a part of us that is just going to have to act on faith for the time that we are successfully activating those aspects of our DNA and um, activating those dimensional star lineage aspects on earth, you know, plugging those blueprints into earth and reawakening the living grids here on earth where we start to experience the living library again. And we start to experience higher dimensional flow of as we weave together our reality stream where it starts to feel more fluid, like those higher dimensional spaces that we know and love so well and exist in um, all the time. So ah, I think that's probably a wrap <laughs> for today. Hopefully that wasn't too dense or convoluted. Um, and yeah, there's so much more to share, most of which is not in my conscious memory right now. I know Justine has more to share as well at some point and uh, just love so many people on this planet, love the earth so deeply. I love what our star families are, are creating here and the grandiosity, is that a word, <laughs> of these systems. It is exquisite and beautiful beyond words and uh, so grateful to be part of the team that is really at the core of initializing the new octave upgrades in our living universe. <laughs>